You and I are headed out to see uh, Lola's play. Mm-hmm. Now, what is her role in the play? She's the narrator in the play. That's right. So there's the, they're storyteller. So she's one of two storytellers. I believe they're breaking it up between Act One and Act Two. Yeah. I think. And this is a Broadway show that had to do with Noah's Ark and all of that. Yeah. I've never heard of it. What's yeah. it called again? Children of Eden. Yeah, never heard of it. Yeah. But I guess it, it was a Broadway show. I, I it's not Cats, but it was on Broadway. Cats, it's not Cats. No, no. But she's very excited. This is her fifth or sixth play that she's yeah. doing. So she's. She's really, she's really getting into it. Her her goal is to be on Broadway one day. So. Well, she did Jungle Book and Aristocats, like all these Disney things. Yes. And they're like, all right, but then it's Children of Eden. They're like, what I is, know. What is that? Well, it always just depends on what the theater. Virginia can, Wolf or something? It, it depends on what the theater can pay for licensing for. Because they, they, seriously, <laughs> these children, they you have to pay to do the children's theater. Yeah. And they have to pay a licensing fee in order to use this music on stage. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, they can get they can get fined for that. So I think it depends on what's available. And what's in their price range? It's a very nice play. It's by a guy named Bob Calvano. It's within your budget. <laughs> I think you like it. <laughs> Bob, well, Bob's big day out. Honestly, she did a play one time where I don't think they paid for licensing because she got the playbook and it was just like pieces of paper that were printed out. And then they said absolutely no one is allowed to film it or put it on any social media. Seriously. <laughs> so I think it well, was sketchy, one of those. Huh? I was like, well, what play was that? Was I at that one? You were. It was the it was the Aristocats one. And oh, my, I see. my guess is it's Disney and it was probably. Right. You don't want to be suing not, Disney. You know, <laughs> trying to mess with that. Oh, so, that's funny. Yeah. I wish you would do Grease because remember I did Grease when I was in school. Yeah, I did too. That's I always a fun Grease. one. Yeah. So I, maybe she will. I think that's something they do in the higher levels If once she starts doing that. Her school is also doing a play now too. So she had to decide between continuing the community theater, which she's been doing now for a few years, and or switching over to the school. And for this semester, she chose to do the community theater. I would think community theater would be more like real theater. It, it I think it is. As opposed to kid theater. Right. And obviously, the community theater is the one that pay for licensing, whereas the school plays. When I was in school, I remember we did these huge, obscure, I mean, Money, Power, Murder, Lust, Revenge, and Marvelous Clothes was one of the names of one of the plays I was in. I That's have a no, real play? Never that heard was of a, well, I don't know. It's not a uh, play Probably they had sure. to pay for, obviously. So I think when you it's like do- an Audible when you yes. click on the books at free. Yes. They don't have any That's Tom exactly. Clancy on there, you know. Exactly. So she was smart to stick with that. This, but we'll see how it goes. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> There's like this whole deal about what plays you can and cannot. It's it's interesting. It really is. Uh, could she be recruited to a grown up play at community theater? Because they sometimes you need a kid actor in a grown up play, right? After the age of thirteen, they oh, let them do the at the at the community play. Or what if you need like Tiny has- Tim or something who's supposed to be a little may- kid? Maybe for a special Christmas one but they do have a, di- a division of the adult plays and the kid plays and they're pretty strict about it. and let me tell you her director and her producer i probably have 150 emails from these two women this is their life oh, of course it's their life there's a reason you call somebody theatrical or <laughs> melodramatic i you should know? i should honestly print this grid that they sent me of when I'm the days at- the kids they're color-coded it's by minute by minute of when they have to be there it's so precise i'm like oh my god this is insane i'll give these ladies 10 minutes in here let them work with the djs <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not good. Holy crap. Right. Can't even get people to put in their timesheets and get paid. <laughs> you imagine we get something like that? No, it's. but she's excited. She's having a good time. So it'll be fun to see. Yeah, I think when it comes to the uh, the plays and the cost, that they have different versions of different plays. And some of them might be for content. Like I guess I was thinking about Grease. There's like a dirtier version, mm-hmm. a grittier version, and yeah. then they've got the watered-down kids version. I think the same is true. Like some of the songs are licensed and some of them aren't. I've read about this. 
Probably. I'm not really sure. So you ever go in a store, you buy one of those uh, oldies albums, and then you get some guy, and it's like, you know, he was the (laughs) nephew of Elvis singing a song. (laughs) That's not Elvis. It's the greatest hits re-recorded, but not by the original artist. It's (laughs) Relvis. Right. So I wonder if some of the plays, it's that sort of deal. I was looking up this play, and there is the regular Children of Eden, and then she's in Children of Eden Jr. So this must be similar to that. It's about the story of Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis, so I don't know if like the regular version, they come out and they're like nudie because it's Adam and Eve. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But. We're doing Greece, but it's not summer nights. It's Peruvian nights. It's a, hey, you want to buy a sundial? <laughs> Doesn't even make any sense. Doesn't no. even make any sense. <laughs> Relvis. 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 Elvis. Elvis's nephew. Relvis. Mm-hmm. Relvis. <laughs> Was man, <laughs> thank you, Elvis. Do you remember? Do you remember that guy that used to come on Christmas time to the radio station, Elvis? I don't remember Elfis. that. I do remember they Elfis. had a guy that they used to send out to hand out T-shirts at the old place where he's dressed up no. like Elvis in the jumpsuit. No, this was uh, this was with Holiday Express. They had a guy named Elvis who used I to go around. That. <laughs> he would sing Elvis songs dressed as an elf. <laughs> That's so great, Elvis. That's so creative. We had a guy that used to come on, uh, this is a long time ago, before Rochelle and I worked together. He's Denny Diamond, and he was the... (laughs) He wasn't a Neil Diamond impersonator. It was a Neil Diamond tribute with Denny Diamond, and the guy legally changed his name to Diamond at all of this, Mm. and he's just obsessed... He legally changed legally his name? Legally changed his name. This is when I was working up in uh, New Haven. He's Denny Diamond. And he had the whole deal where he'd... Uh, you remember the uh, Neil Diamond album, The Hot Summer Night, where his chest hair with the chains and all yeah. that? It's where he come in. Uh, hey, man, how are you? Denny Diamond. I mean, just, oh, my God. There's just guys that do this sort of thing. They take it very seriously, you know? Oh, yeah, they absolutely do. Very Those serious. guys absolutely do. Wow. Relvis. Crazy stuff, huh? <laughs> Elvis. Relvis. <Love> <laughs> Joe has indigestion. It's going to be a good day. Let me tell you. Oh, it's going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a long day, Tater. You know, my wife bought these pork chops, and they were just absolutely, you know, they look great in the package, you know? So I took them, and they were. They were awesome. But I took them out of the package, and I was looking at it. You know what I haven't made in a long, long time? My mother used to make one of these old recipes that came off the Campbell's soup can, you know, back in the day. And she was definitely a woman of the 50s. I mean, everything she made was right. was either off the Campbell's soup can or off the minute rice box or, you know, something like that. A lot of like casseroles. <laughs> oh, but they were all, Rochelle, every one of them was just stupendous. You know, I mean, they were all just great. Yeah. And anyway, that's why my father and I both had heart attacks in our 40s and 50s. Oh, you know, my father no. in his 40s because of all the butter and all the rest of it. Yeah. But anyway, um, so... You just take some peppers and onions, just put them in, put, you know, you put the pork chops down first, peppers and onions, um, and then you cover it with a Campbell's tomato soup yeah. and mm-hmm. uncut and uh, a little spices, you know, some marjoram and, and, um, and, uh, 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 uh oregano. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the thing is, is that <laughs> how much oregano? And, you, and then you cook it for, and you cook it for a little while, like about an hour, a little more than an hour. And you cover it with foil, and you take it out, and all the peppers and onions are just that perfect, crispy, but cooked, you know, and right. all that. So anyway, so I'm, I'm there last night, and I'm just pounding this back, and it was just <laughs> so good. And you put it over rice, right? You put it over, and it was just so good. And then I got up this morning, and I remembered why I didn't, I don't eat that anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like heartburn city. You know what the heartburn is oh, from, though, I bet? It's the acidity in the tomato the t- soup. Right. You know? Oh, absolutely. The, you mix no that with the spice, and uh, oh, boy, that's why you get the yeah, indigestion. Prob- yeah, yeah, it has a couple of shots of Texas peat in it. It's actually mm. really good. I mean, it, it really is a very good recipe uh, from uh, the kitchens of Campbell's Soup. That does sound good. We were watching a show last night. I don't know if you've seen this on the Food Channel. It's the uh, 
food bucket list, and they get this guy, and he goes all over, and it's food that's on his bucket list. He has to eat it before he dies. They mm-hmm. went up to, uh, I think it was Newfoundland or someplace like that, Nova Scotia. Nova right? Scotia. And it's yes. this little, teeny little the hut. lobster hut. Yeah. Right. And the guy is pulling the lobster right out of the uh, the frozen water and all of that. But then they make this uh, lobster pasta carbonara, <laughs> and I was like, oh. go, on the, go on the phone app and tell me how many hours it takes to drive to Newfoundland, because we got to go have this. Yeah. It looks oh. absolutely amazing. He did. He made me Google map how far the, the restaurant was, how much the dish would be yeah. once we get there. We're going to Nova Scotia in We're February. We're not going to Nova Scotia. I gotta have this lobster pasta. Right? No, wow. you're not going to Nova Scotia in February. That wouldn't be a good idea. No, no. I'm no. telling you, you saw this food. You might think it was a pretty good idea. It looked yeah, amazing. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. That's at that dives, diners, dives. Yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that place. That thing is great. You watch these guys make these things. They're just like terrible for you, almost all of it. But oh my god, it's so good. These are the worst shows to watch before bed, though, because we we had dinner. Now we're trying to relax, (laughs) and now we're watching this guy. He's eating this mountain of food and all this, you know, these hamburgers and fries, and we're both like, oh "Oh." yeah, baby, put some more butter on that sucker. (laughs) Yeah. When you get hungry before bed, that's why God made Hershey's miniatures. Yeah. <laughs> well, you two are two peas in a pot, aren't you? I swear, Joe, I have those in my side Grab one. She got a stash of one. one of her socks in her pantyhose. <laughs> Grab one of them and that's have that. That's right. It. Let it melt in your mouth, you're good to go. Oh, really good. You're really good. (laughs) Boy, I'm starving again, just like you said. You start talking about this stuff, looking at this stuff. All you want to do is stuff your fat head. It's really the worst thing you can watch before bed. I know it calms us down. It's not we had to take a break from the blacklist and kind of get away from the action. But the food, you know, especially those food shows, we need to watch like the the healthy food. You know, Pamela Anderson, she's joined Food Network Canada and she's making a vegan food show we need to watch that we we, well you know we what we won't get as hungry watching no. the vegan show <laughs> and the uh, the place that guy I was just talking about on this show he goes before he gets the uh, lobster pasta yes he went to some plant-based mexican plum like what is plantains right i don't want that there's cooking with hibiscus <laughs> yeah but what is that well you gotta watch before bed <laughs> looks like he just pulled it out of the dirt <laughs> It not eating, right. that. It not eating right. that for even one second. <laughs> we were watching uh, Saturday Night Live last night, and it was one of those great episodes where everybody uh, starts breaking up laughing. Yes. It's pretty good. Now, I got a friend on Facebook that uh, someone posted the link and said, this is so funny because all the cast is yucking it up and laughing at each other. And then uh, the guy says, uh, this show hasn't been funny since Chevy Chase was on, which is just so ridiculous. I mean, I've and he said, give me one time it's been funny. Like Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, <laughs> Dennis Miller. They just named like all these people that have been on over the last 40 right. years. Absolutely ridiculous. But it's pretty funny if you uh, just want to see that one it clip. very funny. I'm sure if you Google SNL cast breaks up. It's yeah. just, the skit itself wasn't that funny. It's just funny to see everybody not able to keep a straight face. There was a great one last week, too, where they put in that... that uh, piece in their mouth from that game that what do you say yeah the plastic thing the plastic thing makes your mouth open i was laughing so hard at that skit it was so stupid but it was (laughs) hilarious i mean it was pretty good it's funny (laughs) seeing people trying to eat with that thing in their mouth yes yeah falling everywhere and (laughs) who was a oh was the creed guy He's pretty funny. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yes. uh, we like him a lot. Yeah, we do. We like Patricia Heaton a lot from Everybody Loves Raymond. The middle, mm-hmm. she has a new movie on Apple iTunes. We'll talk to her tomorrow on the Celebrity Hotline. Be with us bright and early Wednesday Hump Day. We start out with pre-coffee thoughts right at six a.m. Yes, a chance to crack the code, win the cash. Matter of fact, Michelle's got another chance coming up too. Two more chances today, and she got even more eighties on the way from uh, play that I Melt with You song, the Hooters. Steve Winwood, so some good stuff coming up for the workday. Don't forget, we get a fresh he said. She said. 7.50 tomorrow morning, the birthdays, and a whole lot more. Have a great day. Right now, time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. 
This might be our favorite feature every day because it's fun to find out little things going on around town. And they're not necessarily giant events. They're not at the biggest theaters or event centers most of the time. (laughs) But they're from local community groups, charities, businesses, organizations trying to give back, trying to do something fun, maybe raise a little money for a cause. You can let us know if you got something you think we should mention. 732-774-4444. That's the Boss Text Connect. You can do it on our Facebook page, at 1071theboss. Just message us or right on the website. We can also check the full list mm-hmm. of station events and community events. Valentine's Day pop-up market is going on at the Bell Works to get their fresh farmers and makers market tomorrow from 11 to 4. It's a wide selection of handmade, one-of-a-kind gifts created by over 75 local artisans. Remember, you're working tomorrow, you say to yourself, I can't get over there. Yes, you can. You take yeah, a little lunch can. break, go on and check out the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. BellWorksFresh.com for all the info. The 11th annual All Fur Love Valentine's Day dinner Aww. and gift auction is going on Thursday night starting at 6 at our house restaurant and banquet in Farmingdale. It's an evening of a lot of fun and food and friends and all the help. Kitties. Oh, love that. Adoptable kitties. Over 100 beautiful baskets will be raffled off. There'll be dinner and dessert included and a cash bar all with your ticket. All fur, that's F-U-R dot org. All fur love dot org. All fur love dot org, I should say. <laughs> For all the details and the Asbury Park Valentine's Day Bazaar. How bizarre. It's going on Saturday, February 11th from noon to 6. At the Asbury, you can shop local and regional vendors, enjoy food, photo stations, workshops, and more. I wonder if that's one of those deals where you dress up like the Wild West and take those little black and white pictures, you know? I sure hope so. little photo booth deal. (laughs) Asbury Park Bazaar, that's B-A-Z-A-A-R, because I didn't know how to spell bazaar. Mm -hmm. Asburyparkbazaar.com for the info. There you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Email back here. This is from Bill. He he just heard the story we were telling from the listener email bag. Heard from Rita this morning, told Rita's story. She said uh, she had a daughter very young as a teenager, and now her daughter is 19 and expecting herself. Yeah. And said, well, she went out, got a job, and you know, moved out of her parents' house and did everything on her own. Mm-hmm. Her daughter wants to stay at the house and has a part-time job, but essentially just wants to you know, kind of chill and have mom help out with the baby, and she's not feeling it. Her friends and family telling her she's being a little harsh and she should help her daughter at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, Bill says, uh, you know, what the daughter should do is just bring them over to the grandparents and... Well, she is the she Rita is the grandparents. So. No, 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 no. Rita is the uh, she's saying bring it. Well, I guess it'd be the great grandparents. Oh, bring it to oh, her grandparents, to- the nineteen year old. He said he loves his grandkids oh, and he could me. never say no. Yeah, so that's very, fair. That's very cute. And I'm sure once Rita sees grandbaby's face, yeah. it does change the tune just a little bit. But yeah. that's a lot of work. Not so. you. You'd be cold as ice. That's rude. <laughs> I would not. Come on, cold as ice. But I would. I would not. I don't. You're not going to freeload off of me. Absolutely no, not. I, I know it's, that. But I'm not going to be cold as ice. That's rude. <laughs> but get a job. We Elsa. Let it go. You're so mean. Let it go. I absolutely would not. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. Anyway, thank you for uh, writing us this morning. The listener email bag, and thank you, Bill, for your comment. We certainly appreciate that. You see this story about uh, AMC theaters? Yeah, they're the largest uh, theater group in the country. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and yeah. they're doing what the uh, Broadway theaters do, mm-hmm. and I would imagine some mom and pop movie theaters do, where they're paying different price tiers depending where you need to sit. Obviously, the yeah. same. You know, Paul McCartney comes to town. You want to pay five grand? You'd be right up front. You could touch his foot. You know, but you want to sit in the balcony? It's a lot less. Yeah. And that's true, I guess, if any concert performance, any theater performance, AMC said they are trying this in select theaters. It's only going to be for evening shows on right, the weekend to start. After 4 p.m. After 4 p.m. on the weekend. And then if it does well, uh, they'll change it up. So the idea is if you want to sit in those prime seats, kind of right in the middle of the theater, middle seats, mm-hmm. those will be the most expensive. And then it varies. You know, the worst seats right, are the, the ones, ones right in up the in front. Well, you got to have your head all the way back here right. to see the movie screen. So They're calling it sightline. That's what they're calling this. So. Don't you think that's some crap? I mean, that's, it's. I, mean, I guess it's business, it's commerce, but it just... 
here's just another thing that's going to cost more and be more of a hassle. They already charge you, you know, 90 yeah. bucks to have popcorn and a soda, you know? No, I hear you. I don't. I don't know if I hate it, honestly, because I now all of the theaters do the assigned seating anyway. So when you go, yeah, but it, that's I, a, that's also a bunch of crap, isn't it? I mean, unless you're going no, to one of those places like where they that. served it, no, but they don't they don't have an usher there making sure you sit in your assigned seat the way they do at the Broadway show. No, you know? they don't. And I have had the situation where I've gone into the theater and there was someone in my assigned seat, and I, I'm, but if there's ten other seats available, do you really care? Yes, because I chose that seat, and there's uh-huh. a reason I chose. So I don't hate this in the sense. That when I go to the theater, which is not often anymore, yeah. and I and I do like the theater, but I don't go as much as I used to, I do want the premium seat. And I think that if I'm in a theater and there's someone who it just doesn't want to pay the extra four bucks, they probably won't, and they're not going to be in the middle of the seats. Like, if I was with the kids, I'd probably not choose those premium seats because they're going to want to get up and get down, and they got to go potty, and they're talking and whatever. So I think it might put a little bit of a divide as to who's in the theater, which I don't necessarily see as a bad thing, especially for a show after 4 o'clock. The last thing they need is to uh, discourage people in any way from going to the movies. Well, that is the downside, I think. With COVID making everybody watch streaming. But I do think that if they they say these seats, these sightline seats in the front are... $8 $8 cheaper than they would have been because it might ma- encourage people to come because yeah, the tickets are a little cheaper. Yeah, you do have to sit closer, but if you don't have to pay 13 bucks for a ticket, let's say it's 8 that's the thing. They haven't released the pricing. So I think it'll be interesting to see how they Don't do you the get pricing. more riffraff at the theater then if you're bringing the ticket prices down? You know, I mean, I think part yeah, of the thing with ticket prices. At the, front, at the front of the theater or close no. to the screen or on the sides. or in the, So that's what I'm saying. I think if you pay for that premium seat, you're not going to have to worry about someone sitting in your seat because obviously you've paid a premium for it. I don't know. It'll I see be- a gang of kids come in and they look like a bunch of thugs and they're all in the front row. That'd make me nervous. Well, that's what I, that's what I said. At I the- wouldn't be able to watch a movie. I'd be watching them in the front and looking at the exit well, sign. Well, that's you. Know I mean? That's you. I don't care. I don't care. Just don't sit in my seat. And how expensive it. is it going to be for me to sit in the middle? Is well, it like 40 bucks? I mean, that's come what on. I'm saying. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they price them because if the value seats are an actual value, it may bring more people back to the theater because it does. If I take the kids to the theater, it's a $75 trip yeah. with tickets and popcorn. I mean, that's a lot of money to I see mean, a movie. Listen, you know I love Tom Cruise, but that Top Gun made almost $2 billion. Avatar, yeah. $2 billion. That's what you do if you're yeah. a mom and pop theater. You negotiate a better price out of the movie. They're making plenty of profit. <laughs> Not like you're paying actors like the Broadway theaters. You know what I'm saying? It'll be interesting to see, though. All right, let's squeeze in some mom confessions. Every morning right about this time, right around 720, 920, we search that hashtag, hashtag mom confessions, and we share what's going on with moms, all parents, dads. It's not necessarily current moms. Sometimes mom that uh, talks about what it was like growing up, you know, with the kids. Kind of like the mom we just had write in a listener email, and we share them like this. Yes, we got a listener email from Jill, 14-year-old Ben, 10-year-old Max, and 10-year-old Kennedy. Oh, yeah. So this is this is a confession, but also they just love mom confessions, and they base their times on when mom confessions is. They say that they are either early or late, depending on when it is. So if they're if they're on their way to school between Highlands and Deal, they can tell <laughs> if they're late. If they're in Seabright, they're really late, so they they know. Listen, kids, let me just say right now, I'm running about four minutes late. Yeah. Don't use me as a barometer. No, but they, I don't want that kind of pressure to get you to school on time. For the love of God, they said one morning they had a random station on in the car, and Max. From from the back seat in horror, says, Mom, where is Robbie? And Kennedy <laughs> says, don't forget Rochelle. They think we are family. And their confession is that their teenager said it's their favorite part of their drive to school. He keeps his he even keeps his headphones out until he hears it, you, which is huge for a teenager. You put John me? Fox on, he's going to get you to school late. Don't do that. <laughs> Stick right here, baby. At Kid 
at Kim's Kid Forsations said, at some point you'll think that this parent, you've got this parenting thing figured out, mm-hmm. and then your kid will ask you to take the cheese off of their macaroni. <laughs> it's not macaroni and cheese anymore if just I take macaroni, it off. Just That's macaroni. Right. Whitney Brennan said, my team will... My team will really say, why did you get these cookies? I don't like these. And then she'll proceed to eat all of them. No. That's not just teens. That's everybody. You got a finicky eater in the house. Eh, I don't know. Grayson, if... What are you doing with these cookies? Eh, pretty if, good, though. If Grayson doesn't like something, he's not going to eat it. So yeah. even, a, even a cookie. I mean, if it's got a nut in it or it's not chocolate, he's not going to eat I it. I don't know that he's a finicky eater. He's just an elf. <laughs> <laughs> He's just looking for sugar all the time. True. He's like a little sugar fiend. It's very true. Send those in anytime. We'll search that hashtag, any of our socials, hashtag mom. And share them right here, right about this time every day. Let's give it a try. How about this? Food file. Excellent. It's food file. Trying to be sparing with the little button. That's one. We had some other uh, technical issues. Nothing that affected the quality of the broadcast yesterday, but I'm a little nervous because we had some, uh, you know, the sound drivers and the computers, those sort of things. Oh, yeah. People have, you know, your yeah. settings. Mm-hmm. Everything got changed, so I'm afraid to push the button here because I wouldn't want my microphone to get stuck this way when I'm doing the whole show like, hey, come on, everybody, 610. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would be a lot. It is not 610 right now, just for the record, but anyway. No, but that would that would be a lot to have the whole show like that. Yeah. Be a lot. I'd probably have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm not going to hit the button again. I've already hit it three times. I'll okay. hit it again at the end, and okay. that's it. That's and it. if you believe me, i got a bridge to sell you. <laughs> Here we are. Time for uh, the food file. Stories trending about food, drink, beverage, sugary delights, mm-hmm. carb-loaded goodies for yes. Super Bowl weekend. Yum. Sometimes beverages, sometimes booze. Sometimes. Sometimes coffee. You never know what might pop up here, whatever's trending about food and drink in the food file. Well, it's almost Valentine's Day. If you propose at a Cracker Barrel... Yeehaw! On Valentine's Day, you want a free meal for the whole year. You'd have to share a video of the proposal on Instagram and include certain hashtags to enter the contest if you're interested in what those hashtags are. They're all at the uh, Cracker Barrel website. And I have to imagine there are two kinds of people in this world. There are people (laughs) who think that's funny and would never get engaged in a Cracker Barrel. Doesn't mean they wouldn't eat there, but it's just not where they'd get engaged. Uh And then there are people who not only would do this, but it would make perfect sense to them. Just a little ring in your chicken and dumplings. This is my favorite restaurant. We got married down at Cracker Bro. How romantic. I mean, why would you ever do such a thing? Because you're from Alabama. I love Cracker Bro. I really do. It's like one of those special treat things yeah. that you only have when you're on vacation. When you're on vacation, you go to Cracker Bro. It's what you do. But don't propose to somebody in front of the giant checkers. Just don't do it. It's not. I love giant checkers. I, not to be proposed in front of, though, or in the rocking chair. Come on. Let don't. me just tell you, there's certain people. <laughs> this makes perfect sense to them. They'd be excited about it. Yes. They'd get a free meals for a whole year. And those people are Southerners. And you might say, I'm stereotyping. And the reason I am is because it's true. It's That's true. why. The yes. funniest stereotypes are the ones that are true. <laughs> there's like all my relatives up in New England. They all sound like they're from the show Family Guy. You know they, what I mean? That is 100% true. I don't think I like your tone. This is the food file. Subway is phasing out its pre-sliced meats. They'll be adding deli-style meat slicers to all locations. Oh. You know, kind of like at the supermarket where the guy goes, how much you want a pound? And then he goes, Burr. I you know, like they pull that. Pull that thing back and forth. No, I like that because if I eat deli meat, I like it shaved where it's like crumbly. I know that's <laughs> See, weird. See, I've never liked it shaved. <laughs> this we know. <laughs> That's just me, though. I prefer uh, all natural meat. You do. Yeah. I prefer it all natural. I like it nice and crumbly, so I well, think I'll... <laughs> you like it nice and shaved and clean. That makes perfect sense to me. Only difference is, unlike the supermarket, they will not be slicing to order. They're just going to be slicing as needed. Okay. So I like to slice to order because I can tell the guy, eh, about a pound. And he goes, you're a little bit over, but here you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
<laughs> and what is it like a penny more, but you get a little more meat? You do know. get a little more meat. Just move like on. Sliced, just, just move like on. That. Just move on. By the way, in other subway news, this is kind of a crazy story. Peter Buck, who co-founded the uh, Subway Sandwich Shops up in Connecticut back in the '60s, he passed away about a year ago at 90. And in his will, he left half of his half, so 25 percent of the company. To a nonprofit, so now there's a nonprofit that owns 25 percent of the company and about five billion dollars worth of cash and assets. How does that work? And are the they, other half are split between his two sons. Are they going to have control then of? I don't know the if they company? have control. They're 25 percent, so that means they just get a voice, I guess, on the board. But moreover, you get the money. I tell you what, I do is you take the notes and then sell those off, and then yeah. you get six billion dollar influx of cash to your charity, and then you call and say, "Have a nice day, thanks, that, Subway." It's probably the best way to go about that because <laughs> they like, don't know what to do with the company. I'll tell you what, we'll keep point one percent. And we want lifetime five dollar footlongs, there right? <laughs> they don't have those five dollar footlongs anymore. Those are long gone. You own twenty five percent of the company. They make any damn sandwich you want. That's probably <laughs> true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's probably true. It's the food file. TikToker in China has been fined by the Chinese government when they're not busy sending spy balloons over here. Of course, they're finding this guy eighteen thousand five hundred dollars. He filmed himself cooking and eating a great white shark. Well, it is illegal there as it is here to kill. And eat a shark. Sure. Shark was six feet long. Video oh shows gosh. the woman cutting the shark apart and then lighting it on fire to cook it. Oh, my gosh. She says, if you're wondering that the meat was tender and delicious. <laughs> well, I wasn't, but thank you. And my guess is she's now tender and delicious for her cellmate. Ugh. I have had shark, though. Now, I've got great white shark. shark but like they, shark you, fin? Yeah. It is kind of chewy, but tasty. Yeah, no, that's not my jam. I'm, I'm not into the shark fin I would anything. say it's similar to venison, if you've ever had that. Okay, really? Yeah. Get it's that, that chewy? Got that chew to it, Is it, it yeah. fishy, though? Nah, kind of. It's fishy. I just remember being chewy enough that I was like, you know what would be nice with this? is some mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> a little shark, a little cranberry. Sure, as you do. Yeah. As you do. Kind of like a wine cooler, doesn't it? It's cranberry perfect. shark. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Is that a Sutton home? That's a cranberry shark. <laughs> My stepdaughter's favorite soft drink, Dr. Pepper. It is. She owns apparel and a whole nine yards. <laughs> she does. I wish I was kidding about that, but no. I'm not. They're releasing a new Dr. Pepper flavor, strawberries and cream, which hit shelves this month. I've seen this trending everywhere. People yeah. seem to be excited about this. Did you know that there are 23 different flavors of Dr. Pepper that have come and gone over the years? I didn't realize that. Well, I no, thought- I think their special formula is 23 different flavors in one. Or maybe there's, I, I don't know, maybe they've done special edition flavors. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. There are 23 they, different flavors of Dr. Pepper swirled. Yeah, that's what that's what they, that's why it has that unique flavor. I was going to say, maybe this will make it not bitter. Yeah. <laughs> so it tastes like strawberries and cream. I'm really not a fan I of I mean, this. it's all right, but I'm it definitely doesn't have that nice, refreshing taste that a Coke she or a Pepsi She loves has. it. Like, she can't get enough Dr. Pepper. Well, well, no wonder it tastes terrible. They yeah. got 23 different flavors swirled in. <laughs> Is that what the Heinz people are doing with their 57 varieties? Right, it's exactly it. Works for the ketchup, not for the Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Baskin Robbins celebrating Valentine's Day with the return of their Love Potion number 31. Mm. Ice cream flavor features white chocolate, raspberry ice cream with raspberry-filled chocolate-flavored hearts, raspberry swirls, and chocolate-flavored chips. Taking your Valentine to Baskin Robbins. The perfect way to say I forgot about Valentine's Day until just now. No. That's all right. I think that's it's not the most creative, but it's that's all right. At least you're doing something. I love you. you get an ice cream headache. <laughs> and finally, here in the food file, McDonald's bringing back the Shamrock Shake. Yeah, and the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry. Yes, they'll be back in stores next week, just in time for St. Patty's Day. And the best thing to do is bring your own flask of vodka. Yeah, you can do right uh, Irish cream in there. That's what you put well, in the Shamrock even Shake. That's why you're an evil genius. There you are. <laughs> Food file, excellent. It's food file. Look at the Irish to you. What was that, Joe? I missed what you said. 
So you put a little Baileys in that. Yeah. On their own, they're terrible. <laughs> they're very sweet. They're very yeah. sweet. I do. I, yeah. I got to be honest, though. I do like them. But, but I you like, like sweet. But I like like yeah. one. You get one for the year, and that's all. You're that's good. It. That's all yeah. you need yeah. is one. And it's yeah, like it's like their uh, what are those things called? McRibs. It's like Ew. one a year. You gotta you gotta go in and get one of them just once a year, and then that's it. You're good. Here's the thing about the right. McRib, and I mean this with all love to McDonald's. They are absolutely delicious. Okay. And yep. you eat them, and you're like, man, those are good. And then five yep. minutes later, you say, why did I make the decision to eat this <laughs> exactly. bag of McRibs? Because now I feel sick to my stomach. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I totally agree with that's you. That's the deal. It's delicious, but it, it ain't good for you. <laughs> you know? I just don't feel good. It just lays in your stomach, too, yeah. for like a day and a half. I mm-hmm. mean, it just sits there. Here's what I do oh. at McDonald's. And, and, man, this whole show this morning is about what a couple all of... About all food. the food. Yeah, what a, right. what a bunch Sorry. of fat pigs we are. But I like to go... <laughs> They got the Paul Newman coffee, I think, at the McDonald's or Green Mountain, oh, one do? of those. I think that's oh, what it is. It's nice. They got gourmet coffee in there now, right? And then you get a little, just a little teeny little baby, like the Happy Meal French fries. And you dip the French fries in the coffee and the salt and the coffee, black coffee. Oh, man. That is fantastic. Mm. Now, that could be not terrible. You're uh, right. Fantastic. all right. And I pretend I'm like a 1970s police detective <laughs> sitting in my car at a stakeout, drinking my coffee, eating my French fries, looking for the perp across the street. And where am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my Camaro and my maroon leather jacket like I'm Harvey Keitel. Oh, man, God. there you go. I bet you, oh, man, that maroon leather jacket. You're styling, man. Look at, you're, look at, you're ready. Looking fine. I'm fly with coffee stains on your shirt from dipping <laughs> the fries. Hot. Hot. It's all over his hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking good. Hot. And on, on his pants where he wiped them, you know, on yeah, his hands exactly. on his pants. That's great. Man, you're looking good. I, I wipe it on his seatbelt, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. No, there's no seatbelt in a 1978 Camaro. We didn't have seatbelts in, baby. We were, no, we we were riding free. Seatbelts. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, hair oh, blow through man. our hair. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Not a clue. None of this makes any sense. Hey, listen, you don't get that on the point station, no, I tell you that. No. You don't get this. McDonald's french fries and coffee, <laughs> try that. You watch, they're going to love it. We're going to be the new spokespeople oh, for McDonald's. Uh, I know, this. I think it's really, that, I'm going to try that next time. I try to stay away from McDonald's now, yep. uh, but uh, I'm not always successful. Yeah. It's tough. Let me, uh, let me just to be fair, let me give a little plug to our friends at Burger King. I really appreciate that they brought back the old logo. I like that. Have you noticed that? that the oh, stores? isn't that great? Yeah, I like it. The old brown and like whatever other color that is. Yeah. Yellowish orange. Thing. Yeah. And you notice the same thing with Stop and Shop and the same thing with mm-hmm. Pizza Hut. They're bringing back all the old logos. I think it's great. Yep. Yeah. I yep. like it a lot. Yep. 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 And then that, that the, uh, now you got to wait until you hear it. And I know they use the same music. But you got to wait for here. The hold the pickle, hold the lettuce, yeah. special orders don't upset us. <laughs> mm. we, we really are fat pigs. This is ridiculous. Listen to oh, this. my goodness. Oh, people love this. Are you kidding me? They're loving Everybody it. Everybody loves food. I'm they loving it. Ba da ba ba ba. <laughs> I got to send a tape of this to the sales lady Look because we, we got to get paid for a plug in McDonald's like this. This is an advertisement, is what this is. They don't care about us. Trust yeah. me. We'll work for French fries. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I promise I won't let them take you. No. Before we, we don't know. call anybody. You go in there and I don't have a pulse. Just wait it out. Just a couple of days, like a Norman a Bates couple situation. Of days? Yeah, just leave me there a couple of days. Make sure. All right. I can't do that. That's going to look suspicious. That is a good point. I can't. I can't be having that in my life. But... We got to call a lawyer and figure this out because I can't be uh, <laughs> so afraid of that happening to me where they think I'm dead and I'm not. Yeah. Oh my god. No, it'll it'll be all right. I'm gonna be on this all day. You know that, right? Yes, I do know this. It's gonna be a long, long day for me. You didn't bring my Zoloft with me. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go in the old uh, listener email bag. What do you say we check some listener emails? Okay.
this morning, and this is kind of an interesting lead-in because we got the mom confessions on the way in a few, which reminds me, do we have a message somebody wanted us to mention, a shout-out to their kids they like the mom confessions every morning? Yes, but I almost want to wait until mom confessions because their kids base their times that they're leaving to and from school oh, okay. on mom confessions. So, so they I, know that if they're hearing mom confessions are running late, they better get out of the house, go correct. to school. Oh, that's yeah. fun. So, right. so I'm going to I'm gonna use it for one of my mom, our mom confessions. Right. We're about 12 minutes away from yeah. mom confessions if yeah. the kids have the radio in the house right now. <laughs> Opening up the uh, listener email bag. This is from Rita. Listens to us in Howell. She says, uh, I had my daughter when I was 16. Uh, my parents were fine with it. But they let me know that because I had made the decision to become an adult, I would need to take responsibility and then kick me out of the house. Uh. But I really wasn't a kid from that point on. My social life, of course, changed. I ended up not being able to go to prom. I had to balance my time to uh, play sports, get good grades, and then raise my daughter. Uh, said she was a full-time single mom and a student in college. Went on to get her master's degree. By her 30s, uh, said that life was getting better. She's making money. She's going out. She's got a social life and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, now her daughter is 19 years old. And she said, you know, I'd talk about what it was like for me, that it was tough sure. having a kid early and sure. having to do everything with a kid. And said, uh, despite all of this, she's 19 and now she is pregnant. Mm. Said she has no intentions of marrying the guy. She wants to raise a kid on her own. She says, I'm going to do just like you did. Difference is her daughter is constantly hitting her up for money. Says she's not sure she really wants to go to college, uh. only has a part-time job. And she's thinking she wants to throw her out and say, listen, you want to have a baby? Go have a baby. Go get your own place. Go get a job. Go start a life. You can't yeah. rely on me. I didn't do this to my parents when right. I had a baby. Right. So she says, I, I wonder if I'm a jerk. Uh, I'd be curious what people have to say because apparently several of her family and friends think that she's being a jerk about this. Well, her daughter is older than she was when yeah. she got pregnant. So there she's is a 19. big difference between 16 and 19. 19, there, you're legally an adult. The, legally, you are an adult. And so that is that is tough. I... I don't know. I don't think she's being a jerk if her daughter's not taking, if, if her daughter wants to be responsible and it becomes a mom, you have to be responsible. You can't, it's one thing for mom to help out every once in a while. I think everyone, you know, obviously wants their parents to do that, but she's not responsible for taking care of her grandchild or her daughter anymore no. at that point. She's just not. And if she chooses to, fantastic and that's great but if she says i can't do it or i don't want to or if you want to be like me you're going to do it yourself i think she has every right to do that and i don't think that she's being a jerk and i honestly think that in the long run her daughter will thank her for it because she'll be a stronger more independent woman and and that's just it's, it's life that's tough you decide to be a mom be a mom now, everything you say makes sense i think there's a middle ground though between throwing your still sure. a teenager throwing her out and saying you know, listen, I'm not going to let you freeload, but mm -hmm. if you pay rent mm -hmm. or if you help out with groceries and these sort or of just things. just don't even ask me for money. You're already here. Yeah. Stop it. Get a job. I, it's, you sure. know what? It's hard. You have a kid, but you're a single mom. You got to work. It's not It's not ideal, but this is this is life. It is life. So but I think I, if you become a, you go from being a kid living with your parent to being your parent's roommate and you're paying yeah. them rent. And like I say, you're pulling your own weight and buying your own shampoo and soap mm -hmm. and cereal. Then fine. I don't think you need to throw them out to set the example. You know what no, I'm saying? No, no. And I and I don't. I didn't get that from her note that she was necessarily planning on throwing her out. She just wanted her to be responsible for her life. And here's the thing: yeah. mothers and daughters have a hard relationship, especially at that age. And then if they're not helping out and paying, at least I know in, in my in my life, it's it. Once you become an adult, if you're not helping around the house, the, the, 
that relationship can become really strained with your mom. So as tough as dad says he's going to be, you think it's a no, bunch of... No, dads and daughters are totally... Di- I'm sorry. He just starts melting, they just right? are. Right, here's, they ju- a, here's a 20. And, oh. and moms, especially a mom who was strong and raised her from 16 on, yeah. she's going to be tough on her because she lived a tough life herself. And so I think it's just it's just a different relationship between a mom and a daughter, especially once you get older. It just... And, and I do. I get it. I... You, you got to take care of yourself. You just do. In a way, you're like 22. It's kind of a good thing to have a kid at home because you're like, I, I can't stay. I got to go. It's yeah. a great excuse to get out of doing anything you don't want to do. <laughs> at 22, at 32, at 42, yeah, at, any at all age, the you know? ages. And then you, your kids are grown. You say, ah, my mother, kid, she doesn't get around the house very yeah. well anymore. Gotta, I got to go help gotta her Got to go help mom. What are you thinking on this? 732-774-4444. I always, it's very flattering to me that people sometimes send us these, uh, they pour their heart out and send us these big, long emails. It is nice. I'm it surprised is. that people share these things. because Or I, want our advice. Well, I don't know. I think they just want discussion here because sure. want someone to agree with them because if the lady says her family and friends aren't agreeing with her, yeah, then that's, that's Rita in Howell. If you have a thought on this, we'd love to hear from you. 732-774-4444. You can call. Lines are open. You can always uh, boss text connect with us. Once again, we just updated the Robbie and Rochelle in the morning page, 1071theboss.com. I was told we had a typo on it. Uh-oh. Kind of like a little game. You should go back on that web archive, see if you can find the typo, compare and contrast. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to tell you what it was. I'll let you see if you can find it. You can also get the podcast there on demand every single day. Connect with us. Hear the best moments of the show. Podcast also available wherever you get yours, whether it's on Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google, Rochelle scrolling through the I know. Page. You, can you tell exactly what I'm doing? Like, what, not paying any attention to the words coming out of my mouth ty- right now. I want to see the typo. <laughs> the typo is gone. Oh, it's ha- gone now. You would have to go find a cache oh. on the web archive okay. if you could figure it out. All right, that's I'll go ahead and tell you. We somehow spelled Diane's last name wrong. We're sorry. Whoops. Yeah, that's. I don't know how that happened because we just copy and pasted. On the logo? Yeah, the whole thing. So. Oh, whoops. Web guy Dave was working on that yesterday. <laughs> now it's all fixed. That's the important part. And the podcast will be updated for today as it was yesterday as soon as we get done on the air. Thank you for staying in touch with us right there or wherever you get yours. Of course, we're on all the socials too. Don't forget that, at Robbie and Rochelle Radio. All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories. Thought you needed to know. Be in the know. Number five to number one. Speaking of things uh, spelled incorrectly. I, uh, I mentioned I was... Uh, visiting my mother and mm-hmm. we got a new mattress for the spare room and I got junk in there my boxes of old tapes of yes. old radio shows that sort of thing and also I had a little wooden chair you've seen this that With I've had since I was wrong right I've yeah. had this since I was probably I don't know maybe one yeah <laughs> and it's got my name spelled wrong and it was from my second uncle my father's uncle and he made this chair and painted it. He spelled it R-O-B-B-I-E. You know what's funny is I've seen that little chair in your room the yeah. entire time I've known you. And I've never, I've always seen that it was spelled wrong, but I never wanted to ask you because I thought maybe there was some sentimental reason. No, I, I didn't want to, I'm like, I don't want to. The chair has annoyed me literally my whole <laughs> life. And I finally said, Ma, I want to throw this chair away. And she goes, what's wrong with the chair? It was a gift from your father's uncle when you were a baby. I'm like, I know, I hate it because it spells my name wrong. That's it's fair. just take the time to know my name. Especially your family. I said, member. I want it out of here. And you know what she says? What? Well, throw it away it was a gift she wouldn't <laughs> let me throw it away i said well guess what put it in my father's office i don't want it oh no so apparently he took it with him so because he wouldn't throw it away. how ridiculous is that <laughs> like at least get it repainted i mean it's a nice piece of wood i guess but repaint what are you going to sit on it it's like a chair made for a two-year-old well, why are you going to repaint it he collects things maybe he it? can put something on it i don't know but <laughs> that thing has been sitting in my parents house since i was a baby yeah and it's annoyed me all these years and wouldn't let me throw it away that's amazing so i feel diane's pain about the name being 
being spelled wrong. Uh-huh. Spelled your own family members don't know how to spell your no, name. No. <laughs> Number five, professional poker player Stephen O'Dwyer had what he called a nightmare lost luggage experience. His was with Lufthansa Airlines. Okay. So he goes on that uh, NBC poker show. Yes. And he starts ranting about how Lufthansa sucks. Uh-oh. Steve O'Dwyer. Airline on the planet. Oh, he's doing Get it. Give me back my luggage. <laughs> I mean, we can't control what the players say at the feature table. I think O'Dwyer peeled the big blind just so he could take a shot at the airline that lost his luggage. That's fantastic. We call that the Joe Nolan, by the way. Well, hopefully they didn't. They're not an advertiser with them because they just lost that advertisement. I don't think he cares. <laughs> I was like, we're not, we're not getting spirit on the air with us here care. anytime. No. How many hours of airtime has Joe used to complain about them losing his luggage? Well, you also bring it up a lot. To I, be I fair, I just can't help myself. To be fair, That's you fantastic. do bring it up. Lufthansa was the airline that they rip in uh, Goodfellas. They rip off. You remember? Oh, the, is it that thing with the biggest heist of all time? Oh, that's interesting. No, I didn't realize that. But so my guess is you better be careful what you see about Lufthansa. There might be more to that story than you know, Steve O'Dwyer. (laughs) Number four, lawmakers in Tennessee have introduced a bill to replace Columbus Day, which of course has become a controversial holiday, with Super Bowl Monday to give everybody the day off after the big game, which would mean if they were to do this, this upcoming Monday would become a holiday. Oh, I'm okay with this. Most of the people are either hungover or they just don't (laughs) want to come to work because the Super Bowl runs way into late hours. Listen, I think that's fine. Matter of fact, there's a school in uh, Pennsylvania that is going to do a two-hour delay, and they're telling parents up front it's because we want everybody to be rested from staying yeah. up late for the Super Bowl. A lot of kids, they get Absolutely. to be... Get to be football fans young. Right. But I don't know why this has to be at the expense of Columbus Day. If Columbus <laughs> is offensive, can't we have Italian American Heritage Day or something? It's sure. an affront to my people. I'm sure you can do that. I, I know mean, we already I, have St. Joseph's Day, but we need Columbus Day or something like it as well. But I, I do like the idea of having it the Monday after the Super Bowl, no matter what Monday that is. I think that that's a win for everyone, right? We're just getting so many holidays now. People are like, you can have one. You can have... <laughs> President's Day, Super Bowl Day, Groundhog Day. You have to pick one. No. I want them all. (laughs) I want them all. And Ross wants them all because then he's, you know, he's greedy. Of course. Number three. (laughs) (laughs) Fills in time is money, baby. Scientists out of Penn State University have invented a new smart diaper with sensors built into the paper in the diaper that alert a parent when the diaper needs to be changed. Smarty, a connected smart brief connecting real-time health information and sharing it instantaneously with caregivers and family members. Can you imagine you put that thing on Rick the Cat? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to make of this. Foreign substance, foreign substance. I think it's a great idea, but I think that most parents know there's only one way to know when the diaper needs to be changed, and that's just to lift the baby over your head and <laughs> give a good whiff. And that's, I mean, every parent has done it. You're just like, nope, they're good, or yep, got to change them. That's just what you do. I don't really need a little robot to tell me to do that. Now, by the way, they have them in adult sizes as well for adults in need of a diaper, so... <laughs> Okay, well, that one maybe is more of a need because I'm not going to lift an adult over my head and take a whiff. It's just not going to happen. That's a good way to find out if your coworker has <laughs> got a little problem. Gross. Alert, alert, oh. alert. Danger, Will Robinson. No good. Number two, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not a tumor. Crashed into a woman while riding a bike mm-hmm. on an island the other day. Said it wasn't his fault. She's going to be okay. Arnold even took her bike to the local shop to get it fixed. Oh, well, that's Everybody nice. is fine. No hard feelings. I bring this up. Because this happened to me. It doesn't say which island, but this happened to me out on uh, Cape Cod, one of the islands there. When I was a kid, we went on a class trip, and I ran into a woman on a bicycle, and it was also not my fault. <laughs> I had a technical issue with the bike chain mm-hmm. and rammed right into the woman, and then I ended up having to go write an apology, and it was a whole thing where the school thought we were going to be Wasn't sued. Was she on her honeymoon? She was on her honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, you've, 
heard this story before then? Yeah. That was brutal. We met someone from your school and they told us that yeah. story because it was so crazy that you ran into a woman on her poor honeymoon, sent her to the hospital. Yeah. I also broke glass trying to kill a bee. Yeah. They brought this up at graduation. You know, the valedictorians oh, yes, up there yeah. telling stories of the memories of my classmates. And this is what she comes up with for me. I love it. <laughs> Listen, I took AP economics. You suck. <laughs> Give me a little credit. I'm just like you. I run into the back of the woman and the thing like you did. Thanks, Arnold. All right. Not a tumor at all. And I squeeze that in there. I'm going to punch a bee. I hate the bee, too. The bee's everywhere. Yeah. Jingle yeah. all the way. <laughs> it's my favorite Arnold movie, by the way. It was really good. Jingle all the yeah, way. Yeah. Bonus story for you. The national wind chill record over the weekend, you know, freezing like this past Saturday, has been broken. It's now been confirmed on the top of Mount Washington in New Hampshire. It was minus 46 with 127 mile per hour winds. Oh. That is the wind chill equivalent of 108 below zero. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. i tell you what you do. You want to be Mark Zuckerberg. You want to be Elon Musk or whatever. You go up there. You open a long john shop. <laughs> Thermal underwear. You make a fortune. <laughs> Robbie's, yeah. Robbie's Mount Washington, New Hampshire thermal underwear shop. I'm a billionaire overnight. There you go. 108 mile an hour, wow. uh, 127 mile an hour winds, 108 below zero. I bet that radio station was off air that day. <laughs> yeah, I used to run it. it happened all the time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I wish I could retire. <laughs> Every day, that's what goes through my head. But we're having fun here, aren't we? We are having fun. <laughs> Don't even know how to spell my name. I don't know what the point is. Number one, the Pope's Twitter account deleted a tweet praising the middle finger. Now, you might think that's terrible. Somebody posted a picture of middle finger to the Pope. Apparently, there was a thread after he talked about how different fingers represent something important in life. Your middle finger represents honesty. Oh. But naturally, a bunch of smartasses get on there and started posting middle finger like, hey, you. I'm just being honest. The Pope told me I can I'm tell you to go f*** yourself. Honest. That's right. <laughs> go f*** yourself. The Pope said it's all right. <laughs> and as always, may the Lord be with you. Yeah, of course. Tuesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file this February, the 7th, Isaiah Thomas, 34 today. Ashton Kutcher, he's 45. Chris Rock, 58 today. Very funny, man. I love Very Chris funny, Rock. Very funny, yes. Garth Brooks, James Spader. We were talking about that Blacklist show the other day. I don't think you were in a room. People don't know this. Rochelle, Joe, everybody's in and out of here. I'm the only one that sits here the whole time. <laughs> I got a phone call where somebody said, don't give up on Blacklist. It gets better as it goes on. Okay. And then it jumps the shark in the sixth season. That's what this guy said. Okay. Well, I, we weren't giving up. It's just... It's... Well, we were saying the other day that we were having crazy dreams because we're watching this right. thing for like 10 hours we at a time. We just had to like take a little bit of a break because yeah. it was we were having these dreams where we're murdering people and it just <laughs> becomes a little bit too much because we've binged... So many episodes. That's true. Happy birthday, James Spader. Yes, it's a lovely birthday. tribute to your birthday. <laughs> hey, James, thanks for doing that show. You make me want to kill people. <laughs> and it's National Send a Card to a Friend Day. Oh, that's nice. Or you can just take a picture of yourself flicking off the camera text them that. Perfect. That's what I would do. Hey, it's what you got to do. That's what I would do. Did you get the impression that we just kind of called Joe out and he was freaking out a little bit there? <laughs> did you get the impression I brought something up that made him nervous? I did. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bad. I'm sure oh, there's state, state agencies that wouldn't want me to be the voice of New Jersey. I'm like, Joe, exactly what does that mean? Because I'm not <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but we'll leave it alone. All right, let's go grab uh, caller number 10, try and give away some free money here. Hi, good morning. It's the boss. You're live on the air. Good morning. Hey. How are you? Who's this? Uh, Ed from Eatontown. Ed from Eatontown. You ready to play for some free money this morning? Yes, sir. Hopefully. All right. You got all three digits. We'll plug them in, try and crack that boss code. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to go with uh, 654. Let's plug that in. 654. 
four. Yeah, that opens opens up the uh, Boss Bank Vault. All in, right. Inside. Oh boy, Ed. Did you ever? You said your name was Ed, right? Yeah. Ed, did you ever read Ulysses as a kid in school? Uh, no, I did not. I'll tell you why, because I got a Ulysses S. Grant right here. It's a 50 <laughs> spot. Nice job. 50 bucks. Free money this morning from 1071 The Boss. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you very much. Good job, my friend. Hang in the line. We'll get all your info. Before I let you run, tell them who is Jersey's free money radio station, please. 1071 The Boss. Beautiful. Hang on. Don't hang up. We'll get all your info here. We'll put him on hold. And uh, remind you that Michelle has your next chance to uh, play and win uh, later on today. Two more chances to win up to 500 bucks. Crack the boss code, win the cash. Nice going, Ed. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Mentioned tonight, the State of the Union address. I think we had that in the news headlines. Yes. This is where the president goes before what's called a joint session of Congress. That means all the people from the House of Representatives, all the congressmen, and all the senators, everybody. Gets together, they bring out a couple of the Supreme Court justices, you get the Secretary of Defense and the Treasury guy and all of them. They all get together, and they get that designated survivor, you know, like that TV show? <laughs> you leave one guy behind at the White House. Yeah. Which is kind of a crazy thing, but anyway, and the president gets up there and gives a speech, and he hands a copy of the speech to the, the Speaker of the House. It's like a whole thing. It's like, this is as close to, like, the, the King and Queen as we've right. got, you know, all the right. pomp and circumstance. But I got us thinking, and this really has nothing to do with Biden or whoever's president, right? <laughs> During a State of the Union, which can sometimes go on for like two hours. Yeah. If they had a halftime, who should perform at the halftime? <laughs> <laughs> if it was like the big game, mm-hmm. who should perform at the halftime at a State of the Union speech, a speech by the president of the United States? If it was, you're talking specifically about tonight, I would say... Not Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Did you see those pictures from the Grammys the other night? Because uh, the fir- First Lady Biden, Jill Biden, was out there. I don't know what the deal Taylor was Taylor Swift was giving her the stink eye like crazy. She came out, and Taylor Swift's face was like of disgust <laughs> that she walked out. <laughs> like, what is... Ben Affleck, too. He's looking at her well, like, Well, he oh. just looked like that all night. Well, he had... To, I mean, she's the First Lady, whether you like her or not. I mean, a little respect for the yeah. office, no? They were. It's funny because they were making fun of Jill's dress, saying that she looked like tinfoil. <laughs> which I sure, but there was a lot of that weird tinfoil stuff happening at the Grammys. Every, everybody was like in this weird, like tinfoil looking outfit. I don't well, know. Fashion so. is very strange at it was the very moment. Strange. So yeah. I would so say not Taylor Swift. Not tonight. Taylor Swift. I do know. I read an article that Joe has a playlist in his car that he. Joe drives Biden with. has a playlist. Joe Black and Bruce is on there. Yeah. Lady Gaga and he, Adele. He what does he have, like an iPod? <laughs> well, he's got a playlist that he plays of certain songs. He probably has a cassette tape is what he's got. Whatever he's got. I mean, the guy's 100. He's got, well, <laughs> he's got Bruce, he's got Adele, he's got Lady Gaga. Yeah. So Bruce I, should be a great answer. I think I would probably go with one of those three, and that would be a go for everyone. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? I, I got the perfect answer. All right. Here is a guy. I think Whitney Houston has done the best version I've ever heard of the national anthem, yes. Star Spangled Banner. Yes. John Legend. John Legend, oh, I've never yeah. heard singing the National Anthem. John Legend would be amazing singing yeah. the National Anthem. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. I'll tell you what. Maybe we get Adele, and maybe we have mm. her do the National Anthem. Mm. I know she's British, but that's fine, because <laughs> Barbara Streisand's Jewish, and she does Christmas songs, that's so true. why the hell not? That's you true. Know? The State of the Union tonight, if it had a halftime show, like the big game, who do you think should perform? 732-774-4444. Phone lines are open, except for Ed, who's on hold. Because <laughs> he just won some free money and cracked the code. Uh, you can get through by calling, though. You can also text connect again, 774-4444. Facebook, those are coming up. Your he said. She said. Joe, you know what I wanted to share with you? Uh-oh. Uh, I think Rochelle sent you a picture of this the other day. She was traveling this past weekend through Newark and the new... Oh, uh, yeah, the big R, yeah. Oh, the beautiful new uh, Terminal A. They got a big, giant Rutgers R. How tall it's would you say that huge. thing was? It was like uh, five it's, feet? No, like it's probably 
It's probably eight or nine feet. Oh, it's, really? It's taller than me. It's huge. That's pretty nifty. Oh, that's great. But it's weird when, great. when you walk off of the... I was, of course, I'm always in the last gate. Every single time. Doesn't matter where <laughs> I'm coming in or going out of it. Last gate. So last you walk up to it and the R is backwards. And it doesn't say Rucker, so you're just walking up to this, like, backward R. And you're like, what is... If you're not... From here, oh, if you're someone who's you know yeah. like, what the heck is that? You have no idea. So I, I just felt like the placement was kind of odd. They should have had it. you got to be careful when you're taking a selfie, too, or the R will look backwards this, in your picture. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. a, it's kind that's, of weird. But that terminal is really nice. It just that uh, sounds like a design flaw to me. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> the placement of it is strange. They should have put yeah. it up against a, you know, a wall or something so you, you don't see the back of it when you're walking up like that. It just doesn't, I don't know, I was like. You know, Joe, you know what we got to do for you is uh, I used to travel a lot. You go to certain cities and they got like famous people from the city. We got to get when you land at Newark, you got, hi, I'm Joe Nolan. Welcome to New Jersey, the Garden State. That'd be kind of neat if we could get that deal for you. Oh, it'd be great, but it's never going to happen. But I mean, we must must know somebody. There's got to be a guy (laughs) that we could hook this up for you. That's exactly probably why it won't happen because we do know people. Ah, and they know. And And they wouldn't want us. Not a big fan of mine. (laughs) They know. Wouldn't be for us. There's a few state agencies that aren't really fans of mine because I've kind of beat them up a little bit over the years. But, yeah. but that's that's why you got Jimmy the accountant. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really. <laughs> Not I a denial, ladies and gentlemen. Not a denial. Hey, you doing? How you doing, baby? Mocho, congratulations again to uh, Ed Ed Magenheimer. That's quite a name, huh? Yes. Ed's in Eatontown this morning. He just picked up $50. A little 50 spot, little Ulysses. Yes. Out of the Boss Bank fault. He had all three digits. If you were keeping track and you didn't get through, you're like, did I have them? You did if you had six, five, four. Hmm. So he's through. He won. Two more chances to play for up to $500 every time we play. Somewhere between 25 and 500 every time. We start at 6 in the morning. We go to right till 7 at night. Two more chances to play today. Opening up the uh, Boss ticket window, Sarah Silverman, funny comedian. She used to be, uh, like, married, but... Living with uh, Jimmy Kimmel for a long time, you know. Oh, that? really? Yeah. I don't. I don't think I knew that. We at the Basie uh, in Red Bank April eighth tickets on sale Friday. We'll do those about nine twenty this morning. Meantime, your he said, he said is just underway. State of the Union address tonight. There'll be for a joint session of Congress. They call it. The president gets up there and he blabs on, or she blabs on, or whoever it is blabs on for like an hour, two <laughs> hours. So we thought if there was a halftime show, like there is for, well, for a play or for the Super Bowl, yeah, who should perform at the halftime show? For the State of the Union address. Scott said Jeff Dunham should perform with Walter and Peanut. It would be great. <laughs> He's the guy with the puppets, yeah. right? Got to bring the jalapeno, too. He's yeah. so funny. I kill you! <laughs> that's, that's Ahmed. Oh, he doesn't yeah. really do that one anymore. You're right. He shouldn't but do that. But that would be... That would be, be really inappropriate for that gig. Good point. Really interesting. That's just the only catchphrase I know from Jeff Dunham. So, But now that you mentioned it, that probably... Probably be a poor choice for the game. Have the Secret Service taking him down real yeah, fast. I know? think Ackman is no more. <laughs> <laughs> Got a text from 7126 that said the New York Philharmonic. Oh, then see, that's a very thoughtful that's answer. Very thoughtful. Every once in a while, we get someone with class that answers here. <laughs> you, I get it. Well, that's the only catchphrase <laughs> from the puppet guy, Jeff Dunham, that I know. I'm not a big Jeff Dunham connoisseur, okay? <laughs> And Jim said Tony Bennett because they're the same age. (laughs) (laughs) That's not nice. Let me tell you, I don't know what you think of Tony Bennett, but the man can cook. Yeah, he can. Follow him on Twitter. Forget his music. This man makes, I mean, he's 99 years old or something. He makes unbelievable Italian meals every night of the week (laughs) on the Twitter. They do look really good. I don't know if he makes it or he's a chef or what's going on. Well, they show him preparing some of it, so Tony's participating. The poor man's got Alzheimer's and everything, and he's still cooking beautiful meals every night for himself. He's got a beautiful apartment with a view of Central Park. Good for you, Tony. Absolutely. Which reminds me of the food file later on this hour. Uh, State of the Union 
there is a halftime show, who should perform? How do you answer that? 732-774-4444. That's 774-4444. You can also uh, text it in. Very same number. Do it on Facebook tonight. Big night, the uh, State of the Union address. Big night if you're into news and politics, I guess, and all of that. <laughs> I don't know how many people really watch this thing with bated breath, but uh, I used to get a kick. No matter who was president, watch them every year. I don't know. Sure. Too late. I can't be staying it up. Is, that's the thing. It, they just, it's just Even if uh, we didn't have to get up and do the morning thing, you know, get up at four in the morning, I don't know that I got to. I just need the cliff notes. Yeah. I used to stay up and then watch all the commentary afterwards. It's like, who cares with you? <laughs> Wolf Blitzer in his beard with his opinion. I don't need it. <laughs> I just watch a clip if there's something. Or, you know, yeah. if someone says, you know, it's an amazing speech, you got to go watch it, then I sure, would watch it. Sure, sure. I highly doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not, that's not an opinion I just think is going to be boring, it's as these things long. tend to be. Yeah. And to that point, if the State of the Union had a halftime show, if who would you think would be a great performer? Line two. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> anyone that's dead. Anyone that's dead? He's dead. <laughs> and he's so yeah, boring. He's old. Because he's so old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hi, it's the boss. Good morning. Uh, the three scourges and Chicha Chong. <laughs> <laughs> That'd liven up that group of old people, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Get Mitch McConnell smoking a doob. I like it. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine that. Well, this is very good. Mm. <laughs> You didn't know I did a Mitch McConnell, did you? Yeah. I didn't know you did a Three Stooges. You didn't know that, huh? Ooh, boop, 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 boop. I love the Three Stooges. It's hilarious. As usual, this has nothing to do with anything, but I, I feel like we've played this clip not that long ago, within the last year or so. Have I showed you the clip of uh, Albert Brooks on uh, The Tonight Show years ago talking about how to do the perfect curly impression? Yeah, I think you did. did he, you got to wind something up or so, something. Well, he puts a, puts a hot potato. Oh, yeah, yeah. In his mouth. And he says, you start making the noise of a train, like, woo-woo. You know, like yeah. you tell, tell a little kid, what is the noise a train making? You go, woo-woo. And then you put the hot potato in your mouth. You go, woo boo, boo, boo. It is funny. It is funny. That is worth five minutes of your time on YouTube today. <laughs> and he does the same thing. He puts uh, pepper in his hand. Yeah. And, he, and then he breathes it in, so he starts coughing. And he does, this is an old-time reference, but he does Burt Lancaster. They, ah, <laughs> the way he would move when he was when he was acting. If anybody remembers those old Burt Lancaster movies, probably not. But sounds like Rick the Cat when he's coughing up a hairball. <laughs> well, if you've ever seen one of those old submarine movies with Burt Lancaster, <laughs> excuse me, General. <laughs> very funny. Albert Brooks is a very funny yes, guy. Who I think yeah. is still out there performing. He's, I and believe so. Sure. I believe so. Uh, State of the Union halftime show. <laughs> Michael said Scott Joplin. Scott Joplin, the ragtime. I think he died like 1916 or something. <laughs> well, that's probably on Joe's playlist. <laughs> Come on, man. Here's the deal. <laughs> Billy said instead of playing music, there should be a comedian like Jeff Ross, uh, Jeff Ross hosting, yeah. and they should roast everyone there. That's a fantastic That'd idea. That'd be really fun. That's a great Super idea. Super entertaining. And Michael said Janet Jackson with the nip slip. <laughs> Give those old men the thrill of their life, <laughs> huh? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That'll wake everybody up. It's like they had, uh, listen, back in the day, Rickles uh, would speak in front when uh, Reagan would do a thing, and they'd sure. bring Don Rickles out, and they'd do the, what's the matter, Ronnie, and we move a little fast for you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Politicians used to have Funny. a sense of humor about themselves. Sure. All right, that's fun. We'll watch tonight. Very excited. 732-774-4444. Who'd be great halftime entertainment? You know, like the Super Bowl, but only at the State of the Union address. We'll keep that going on the Boss Text Connect or on the Facebook machine. Make sure your call's